Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, August 11th, 5.50 a.m. Central Time. As I speak here, December corn futures up one and three quarters at 6.20 and a quarter. November soybeans up seven at 14.34 and three quarters. September Chicago wheat up four and a half at 8.04 and a quarter. September Kansas City wheat up three and a quarter at 8.76. September spring wheat up four and a half at 9.10 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like these videos. Drop me a comment. uh, Give me a crop update. That sort of stuff is always appreciated. If you'd like some additional information from me, Go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. Tons of info in there, overnight headlines, charts, graphics, weather info. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I talked about the CPI report, inflation. I actually think there are some implications for the grain markets here that I'll talk about in a second uh, very briefly. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation, and nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Inflation is over, and uh, that's a very good thing. We've been fighting this inflation battle for months and months and months, and it's finally over. Uh, President Biden said yesterday that we have 0% inflation, and he's actually not wrong, uh, statistically speaking. He said we have 0% inflation in July, and month over month, he uh, would actually be correct in that statement. I took a statistics class my first year in college, and I don't remember very much at all about that class. I do remember this, though. The professor said that a good statistician can take statistics and uh, come to any sort of conclusion that they'd like. You can manipulate the statistics to come to any sort of conclusion that you'd like. So uh, what we've got here is is just an example of a very, very good statistician. Uh, in all reality, and all joking aside, uh, the consumer price index uh, rose at an annualized rate at 8.5% in July. The expectation was 87 the June print was 9.1. So this was a lower than expected uh, CPI number. This is inflation on the consumer side. Lower energy prices, gasoline in particular, were a key driver of the lower print. And the big take home here, I mean, it's twofold. Uh, on Main Street, it's it's reduced prices for a basket of goods and services. When it comes to the stock market and the economy, uh, the market now believes that the Fed may, may be less aggressive in regard to interest rate hikes. Um, Right after that inflation print came out yesterday, the interest rate markets were kind of discounting the idea of maybe just a 50 basis point hike in September rather than the 75 basis point hike that they had uh, priced in prior to the report. So this is a positive. And um, the implication for the grain market, if there is one, is that maybe we're not going into a recession. And as I've said before, recessions are really bad for commodities, especially when commodities are at high prices to start. Um, so if we could avoid a recession and dig ourselves out of this thing and achieve that soft landing that the Fed had had seeked or has seeked uh, to achieve, that would be a big time positive, I think. Um, one month's inflation print does not make or break this deal. Um, it's it's still an issue. It's, it's not over. Um, but uh, a step in the right direction, I suppose, yesterday. 
looking at the weather this morning, really not much on the radar in terms of rainfall. You get maybe some scattered stuff way up north, like western North Dakota, Montana. Uh, other than that, the Corn Belt's pretty quiet. Uh, there was some shift and kind of some noise in the weather forecasts yesterday. So the Euro model in particular uh, introduced some more rain for parts of Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas during the middle part of next week. That accumulation, according to the Euro model at least, uh, would begin like you know Wednesday, Thursday next week. The GFS is still dry, and you're not seeing much of that stuff indicated in the um, in the government map for the next seven days. And I guess a, a lot of that stuff wouldn't start for a week um, if the Euro model is correct. But the government map is still saying really not much rain for the Corn Belt at all here over the next week. But your 6 to 10 and 8 to 14 look a little bit different today. Uh, cool temperatures for a change. This would be August 16th through the 20th. Uh, rainfall kind of a mixed bag. And the 8 to 14 uh, kind of similar. So there's some noise in the weather forecasts. I don't know which one to believe. And I don't know how much further we're going to go where this stuff really matters a whole lot. I think in regard to corn and the crop and production, uh, maybe it's going to start to matter a little bit less. Uh, still matters more for soybeans, I suppose. So kind of a mixed bag in terms of uh, weather forecasts here. But that shift toward a slightly wetter deal potentially at midday yesterday, that may have been part of the reason why we saw the soybean market uh, back off. U.S. ethanol production declined slightly last week. Uh, weekly output 1.022 million barrels per day. That was down 2% on the week and up 3.7% versus the same week last year. That's a normal enough seasonal print. There are some analysts out there who believe that corn demand via ethanol will, in fact, fall short of USDA projections for the current marketing year. So maybe USDA has got to take a, a few bushels off that demand number for uh, ethanol for the current marketing year. Ethanol stocks were down marginally on the week, but they are still at their second highest level on record seasonally. On average, over the last four weeks, gasoline demand is running about 6% be behind uh, the same period last year. And I think a lot of that has to do with higher prices. U.S. exporters sold some new crop soybeans to Chinese buyers. USDA reported a flash sale of about 7 million bushels of beans to Chinese buyers for new crop delivery yesterday. That's the second flash sale of new crop beans uh, reported to China this week. And we also saw a flash sale of uh, corn uh, to China reported on Tuesday. China and other global buyers typically begin to get a little bit more aggressive with their new crop purchases of uh, U U.S. Uh, row crops around this time of year. So you should see this stuff continue, I think. We've got a crop report tomorrow. Uh, this is a big report. It could result in a lot of volatility in the markets. The trade generally expects some downward revisions to the U.S. production estimates for uh, corn and soybeans. These are the big ticket items in this report. But there's some other things uh, worth noting here or worth watching. I think you've got to watch that European Union uh, corn estimate. It's got to come down. Uh, is USDA really aggressive with the cut there? I don't know, but it's got to come down. They've had uh, hot and dry and, and all the private groups out there working with uh, numbers that are, are well below USDA's current number. Also, look at Ukraine, uh, Russia, exports, production numbers, that sort of stuff. Um, the report will be out at 11 a.m. Central tomorrow, and uh, I will talk about this uh, again tomorrow morning and then, of course, uh, following the report. We do have an export sales report this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central. Corn sales for old crop, uh, zero to 300,000 expected. New crop corn sales, 100,000 to 600 expected. Soybean sales might be uh, net negative for old crop, maybe 200 positive. Uh, new crop soybean sales should be 300,000 to 700,000 metric tons positive. Uh, wheat sales for the current marketing year expected 200,000 to 600,000. Uh, remember tomorrow is last trading day for August soybean futures. Take a look if you have 
any remaining open positions there. Really good day for the cattle market yesterday. Feeder cattle market up sharply as well. There was some cash trade reported 145 to 146 in the north. Uh, we'll see what happens with cash cattle here today and tomorrow. U.S. dollars a little bit lower, and that was a key feature following the uh, uh, inflation print yesterday was that the dollar sold off on this idea that the Fed may not be as aggressive with their rate hikes. Stock market rallied yesterday sharply, and it's up again this morning. The S&P's up 13. The Dow's up 140. Bonds are flat. Gold's down 8 bucks. Crude up 78 cents at 70, I'm sorry, 92.71 in the September WTI crude contract. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you on Friday.